What is up, everybody? Welcome to The Dirt, where we dive into all of the latest strategies for growing and maximizing enterprise value for your business and for yourself. I have a super exciting two-part solo cast that we begin today, a topic that has been incredibly top of mind for me as I've had many conversations over the last few months around it. That topic is, is now the right time to exit? You see, many business owners come to me looking for help managing and growing their business, and others that I speak with are confident in their own ability to grow and manage their own business. Regardless of which bucket they or you fall into as a business owner, whether it's I need help or I got it myself, in the back of their minds and probably yours, there's one big question that spins around aimlessly, cycling through their mental energy, almost like a hamster on a wheel. And that question is, is now the right time to sell my business? Well, you may be asking yourself the same big question, right? Elements of this question may be churning through your mind. Questions like, how will I know if it's the right time to sell? Or what do I do when it's time to sell? Or who do I ask for support around the sale? Um, other questions might be, what if someone comes to me with an offer before I've consulted with anyone? Or can I trust that I know enough or have the instincts to evaluate an offer? The list goes on and on and on. However, the very first thing an owner must do is figure out if it is indeed the right time for them to exit. Sometimes unforeseen events come into play and an owner must sell uh, an uncontrollable economic factor like the untimely death of a partner or a spouse or another crisis could force an owner's hand. However, if your hand isn't being forced, you may not be certain that the time is right. So today, I'm going to share with you the three key indicators, three, that will tell you if it's time to sell. Number one, you have a strong motivator. Number two, you are confident you will meet your goal. And number three, you are psychologically prepared to sell. So today we're going to dive into indicator number one, which is you have a strong motivator. Maybe there's not a crisis at hand, but there are situations that can push an owner strongly into the it's time for me to sell camp just because they provide a powerful motivation for doing so. These situations can be a combination of three key figures, three key factors that you must think about. Um, it could be one or it could be all or somewhere in the middle. So the first one is financial. The second one is strategic. And the third one is personal or emotional. Um, any one or all of these key factors can create a strong argument that it's time to sell your business. Let's start with the first one, financial. Is there a cash flow issue? Are you finding that the risks you are taking are increasing your exposure over time? Is the ROI of your time in the business diminishing? Typically, your ownership interest in your business is not immediately convertible into cash, and raising the money that you need by borrowing isn't always possible. Plus, leveraging resources could super complicate tax matters, and you don't want that. No benefit can really come from tearing apart the balance sheet or putting the company's credit score at unnecessary risk or your personal credit score. Many times cash flow issues many times cash flow issues can only be solved through a personal guarantee. 
But this too can dramatically increase your own risk. Again, back to that personal credit. So rather than increasing your risk as the owner, you may decide that the sale of the business is the best option. After all, your business is usually your largest and most important asset as an entrepreneur. Whether done through the sale of assets or stock, selling can offer you the liquidity you need when needed. So depending on the level of urgency, this can be a powerful motivator if you need liquidity. And if the business itself is cash flow challenged, it may be the best decision for mitigating further risk. In addition, the proceeds of a sale could be diversified into a portfolio that is much less risky. One good example on the financial reason side is a friend of mine who, for the purposes of him being a friend, is just going to remain anonymous for this discussion. But let's, let's call him Mr. Smith. Okay, so Mr. Smith owned a cybersecurity company here in Florida. Initially, the business enjoyed a super successful launch and positive market reception. However, the company started facing severe financial problems after several years of great growth and humming operations. The company's primary revenue came from annual subscriptions for its cybersecurity product. While the company secured a significant number of customers in its initial stages, the income was just not consistent throughout the year, as many subscription businesses can be, leading to periods of negative cash flow. This posed significant challenges for the business as they found it difficult to pay their bills and keep operations humming and running smoothly. Furthermore, the market quickly shifted and competition grew fierce. This led to a decrease in market share and the company struggled to maintain its initial growth rate. As a result, revenue decreased. This exacerbated cash flow issues. In an attempt to solve these financial problems, the company tried everything, uh, pricing shifts, raising capital, etc., but was unable to find success on their own. Faced with these challenges, Mr. Smith made the difficult decision to sell the business. Despite these struggles, the product was unique and held value, and as a result, was bought by a larger cybersecurity firm. It wasn't the best exit for him, but this example does show how financial problems can push a business owner to sell their company. Now for the second key factor, strategic. If your strategic growth plan includes raising money, accessing new technologies or distribution channels, or hiring outside expertise, your primary goal may best be met by selling all or part of your company. Strategic issues arise all of the time for business owners where the optimal resolution is the sale or merger of the company. If the company is poised for growth, the right buyer can offer the right resources to sustain or even accelerate that growth. A buyer can provide cash flow, new management strategies, expansion into new markets, etc. And sometimes it makes sense to sell simply because the company will be likely to thrive more. If your company has a track record of thriving and is finding itself in the mature stage, a buyer can offer that breath of fresh air as, that stimulates the company to return to its growth stage or accelerate its growth stage. And even a company that a declining stage can strategically benefit from the right buyer. In fact, turnaround specialists can offer particular tools to initiate such a rebound. Although this tends to be a narrow field of buyers, a declining company can still benefit on a strategic manner from the sale. Okay, so let's take an example that's not a declining company. Though. I think a great example of this strategic value is a company exiting for strategic reasons when, when LinkedIn sold to Microsoft for 26 point something billion dollars. 
that's a good exit, right? Um, they had no initial uh, intentions of selling the business at that time, but a number of strategic considerations and opportunities arose that made it a sweet deal for the seller, LinkedIn, and for the buyer, Microsoft. The three key reasons were growth and integration. Uh, Microsoft aimed to grow LinkedIn and integrate it with Microsoft enterprise software like Office 365. And Microsoft could also leverage LinkedIn's large user base and put its sales and distribution strength behind a massive social network. Uh, number two, enhanced capabilities. Microsoft could embed LinkedIn with email and Skype and other enterprise products that they had to create a connective tissue for the enterprise, essentially augmenting all Microsoft products with social networking and professional connection features. And third, cloud strategy. Both both companies had plans and focusing on cloud-based offerings. LinkedIn was cloud native, which was great. And Microsoft wanted to lessen their focus on PCs and drive more and more into the cloud just as they continue to do. So those three reasons were huge for strategic value, growth and integration, enhanced capabilities, and cloud strategy. Now, it ended up being a great strategic acquisition for both parties. Uh, Microsoft paid a 48% markup on LinkedIn's current stock price at the time of the acquisition. And since then, LinkedIn's user base has grown nearly 50% and a massive increase in revenue, clearly a profitable move for both businesses. The third motivating factor is personal. Simply put, sometimes your motivations to sell a business have nothing to do with the business itself. Sometimes the reasons are purely personal. Uh, a common issue is a lack of heirs to inha inherit family businesses. That's more and more common now as, as baby boomers age out and millennials and Gen Z age in. Uh, we tend to think of the, the big D's, death and divorce, as the primary personal motivators, but the list is actually endless. Right? Health, uh, family problems, retirement, feeling burnt out. Uh, been there, uh, management issues, uh, disputes with co-founders and partners and investors, you know, uh, and, uh, the list goes on and on. Um, I actually have a great personal example that was focused on personal reasons, which actually had some financial and strategic elements to it. So a little bit of a combination of things, but with personal reasons as the core of it. Um, a few years ago, I was called into a software company where the founder had bootstrapped for 10 plus years, more than a decade, and built an amazing business, but it was flatlining. He wanted to exit, but most buyers were not attracted to him due to the stagnant nature of his business. Uh, to make things worse, uh, he was having major tension with his existing investors and partners on when and how to exit due to the current stagnant growth. He wanted to exit. They wanted to stick with it. Uh, he was also past the retirement age that he promised his wife would happen a few years back, right? He wanted to spend more time with, with his wife and his kids. And so together, uh, I worked with him to focus on a new logo growth uh, plan, shifted pricing, uh, improved customer uh, retention, um, and overall, a, a bunch of things to increase the value of the business by more than 55% in less than a year. Uh, little moves can go a long way. And he gave his partners on the other side of that this ultimatum to either buy him out for market value with a slight discount or exit to the broader market and get a premium for everyone. Nice guy. They chose the former because they wanted to stick with it. He had a fantastic exit and his business partners and investors have since IPO'd that business, making it worth even more and having an even better exit for them that they wanted to stay in it. A great one for all for different reasons. 
whatever the reason for selling, the, the more important consideration is your level of motivation to sell. This is not a process to be entered into casually. If there is uncertainty about whether your objectives will be met, perhaps it's not the right time to enter the process. Make sure to keep in mind your financial, strategic, and personal motivations. On our follow-up solo cast, we'll dive into the second, the, the second and third indicators, two and three, that will help answer the question of, is now the right time to sell? This is a personal topic, and it's a burden that only founders can relate to, but this isn't a journey that you need to walk alone. So if this is something that you're considering, please don't hesitate to reach out to talk through this. I can be reached at jb at orchid.black or on LinkedIn. Um, anyways, until next time, folks, look forward to the part two of this episode is now the time to sell. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Dirt. I want to invite you to listen to our other episodes where every week I am interviewing business leaders who are crushing it in their field and finding out exactly what makes them successful. We will see you next time on The Dirt.